WKNC 88.1 Raleigh. Before the break, you heard a song from Heart Racer called Heart Racer. It was off of their new EP, and they are here in the studio with me. My name's Fionn, and who else do I have here with me? This is Chris Cosby from Heart Racer. I sing and play the keyboards. This is Chip Cosby. I play guitar and sing background vocals. My name is Michael Levinson, and I play the drums. So happy to have you guys here. Thanks for coming in. Hey, thanks for having us. So I hear you're working on some new music. Uh, when is that? What do you? What's going on with that? This is true. So we put out Summer Gold back in April, um, and right now we've kind of just been supporting that, trying to play out as much as possible. Um, and in the meantime, just working on more more tunes. Um, another five tracks. Um, we're expecting that will probably come out quarter one of the next year so we had a whole slew of new tracks probably 20 chris chris is always writing so we just picked we picked the uh the top tracks out of those uh, uh out of that wide range of of music we had and the huge bank of cosby songs there's so many huge songs bank. yeah of heart rate. i probably need a, uh, yeah. some more hobbies <laughs> So, um, so, yeah, sorry. Go sorry. ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, so, just to clear things up, you guys have not always been called Heart Racer, is that right? That's true. Uh, originally, um, when we started the band, my brother Chip and I, um, our last name is Cosby, quite unfortunately at the moment. Um, <laughs> but, so, I moved back from San Francisco in 2013, and we started the project. And originally, we were called just Cosby. We didn't really have many ambitions. We just kind of started putting music together, and that was <laughs> the first name we came to, I guess, coincidentally. Um, but then as we kind of tried to get the stuff out there more, um, you know, with the Bill Cosby allegations and all that stuff, it, we got, you know, pretty much drowned in, on the Internet, and we were hard to find. If you're not searchable, it's a it's a major problem as an artist. <laughs> Especially in this day and age, yeah. Um, and Heart Racer, we had done a video for that, uh, directed by our friend Dave O'Dell, um, which you can check out on YouTube. It's like a neon arcade-fueled adventure, basically. And um, The Examiner gave it five stars. They did. They did. We got, we got some good write-ups for that. And it's basically about this guy, and he's trying to get this girl, and um, he ends up getting special powers, uh, <laughs> superpowers. And he transforms in the video from a kind of a nerdy geek until into a super stud, super yeah. rad guy, which is a slow transformation. Which is kind of yeah. what happened when Mike joined the band. <laughs> That's true. Turned oh, the man. band into a super stud. Right. <laughs> I was poking around and I saw that you guys were also ranked number one in the world on Reverb Nation in May. Is that right? Yeah, we were. I don't know we how that happened. Did we, we make like number one? Yeah, no one told yeah. us. Did that come as a surprise? It was number one in, for pop, pop mm-hmm. music, I think. It's cool. I'm not sure it actually means anything, but <laughs> yeah. it's, it's always good to be number one at something. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're expecting to get like a, a coupon in the mail for a free Whopper or something. <laughs> that, so, Or apparently in the Whoppers now, you can get one with uh, donuts instead of oh, burger buns. Oh, yes. Fair. State fair season. State fair plug right there from an out-of-town <laughs> out of town band. Watch out for those. But yeah, so, and so those five songs, you know, real upbeat, the newer stuff, we kind of... It's not coming out in the summer. It's going to be more of a fall release, so it's definitely got a little more of a darker, somber, spacier mm-hmm. tone to it. But you probably have to check out Summer Gold first before you understand what I'm saying. 
Well, let's go <clears> ahead and ha- play that now. Uh, this is the sure. third track off of Heart Racers EP, Summer Gold. You're listening to WKNC 88.1 Raleigh.
And we're back. That song was called Summer Gold from Heart Racer. So, how long have you guys been together total for this band? Well, I grew up with the guy sitting next to me, so unfortunately I've been with him for the better <laughs> part of 20 plus years. Um, but as a band, what? Uh, he moved we, we, back. We started in 2013. We had a different drummer before Mike came on. Uh, when I was teaching at VCU, Mike was one of my students. Truth. Mike was one of my students, and uh, we recognized that each other were musicians, you know, because we have that musician all, vision. All musicians have <laughs> yeah. a telekinesis. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. It was weird. And man. it was weird, too, because Mike had, and I had known, Telepathy. we had a lot of uh, friends. Mutual, for, I, mutual I was, friends. I was from San Diego. I came to Richmond to um, get my undergrad, because my entire life in, in California was like, Playing in punk rock bands and working gigs in Hollywood and running around crazy stuff, so it's like I'm gonna I, I need to give this up. I need to get a job and go to school. So I went to school and I hooked up with Cosby and started playing in a band again. So, but yeah, he was he was my professor and I could tell that he played music. Like, it's so weird how you can you just know. We don't want you to have a normal life, Mike. <laughs> I know no, no one does. I don't, I don't think anyone. So does. this band in its current form uh, has been together for about a year and. Four or five months, something like that. I think he joined in June of 2014. So yeah, when you were going to school in San Francisco, I had just finished like a solo record, and I had just tons of songs, and I was kind of sending stuff to him while he was out there, and he was writing guitar parts for it. And then when he moved back, you know, we had about 10 or 11 songs, and that was our record in flight, actually, which was our first release when we were called Cosby. Um, but you can find that under Heart Racer now if you go to heartracerband.com, our brand new website. Um, and you can find Summer Gold there as well. So, so um, yeah. yeah, so with so you've changed your name. How, mm-hmm. Do you think your music has changed much since the beginning uh, to now? How do you think that has Well, has I think we've, we've just gotten better, you know, and we've kind of, we had a vision for what we wanted to do, which was to kind of make contemporary pop electronic dance music that still had some, I guess, integrity to it that isn't just, like, completely, I don't know. Commercial. Mind- commercial. Mindless. Yes. We wanted to infuse, infuse it, too, with, like, retro sounds. Mm-hmm. Like, stuff from, like, the 80s that we grew up on. Yeah, so it, de- the, so it definitely has a nostalgic feel, like, if you listen to our music. And I, I think that goes for both records. I just think that our newest one, you know, we're kind of... Summer Gold, finally hitting the mark that we set out to hit a little bit more. I, I think that's a cool question, and I, I have a pretty unique perspective on that because I wasn't in the band for the first record. Right. So it's like I got to hear your stuff, um, hear your vision, and then kind of join up for the, for the new stuff. Um, right. And I, I would say the sound definitely has changed. I mean, um, well, it kind of had to because you know I mean? the, the first record there's no live drums. So when you listen to Summer Gold, you're hearing. Mike pound away in all his glory, and it just it has a more live, energetic feel. But like it's it's interesting because you it's like you put out a solo record, and it's like you're going in reverse. <laughs> like you went from solo to band, where most people go band to solo, and uh, it's <laughs> you, you can sort Sounds of see that. Right. Like because like, the the we're just gonna length, keep adding members. Yeah, like, like we're gonna have a twenty piece <laughs> orchestra. The first Cosby record was was more of like this uh, very instrumental sort of like. A little wider, um, I think, influenced than the new EP, where we're just like dance, party, 80s, synthetic, having fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, yeah the, okay. the new the, the new EP is more cohesive as as a total record. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think that's because we kind of worked on that together and sort of unified it a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the other one was just kind of a collection of songs I had written mm-hmm. over a long period. Um, and some of those songs were written in it like a singer-songwriter or even folk format, and then we tr- we made them electronic. Yeah, essentially. Like, the songs were almost written as ballads, you know, because I had no one else with me when originally they were created. So, like... It's hard to write an energetic pop song when you're sitting by yourself at a piano. <laughs> so you write a folk song and then you throw some synth in there. <laughs> yeah, and and I think that that actually we build, has helped us well, because we'll build the beat or we build the beat around it. But unlike a lot a lot of dance pop electronic music, you know the production is still secondary to the song, which I think actually helps our case because you could strip our music down every song to just you know, acoustic guitar and vocals, and I think it would still hold up as a decent song, which I'm not sure a lot of electronic artists can say, say that. Yeah. yeah, Chris is a unique songwriter for, for this point in time, I think. Um, both me and Chip are a little older than, than Chris, and just looking at the way that you write, like, you, uh, it's like you're a songwriter. Like, you're doing it to write good music, which is so almost odd for someone your age. Like, it's like the bands that you listen to and like that you groove on are totally different than I think the average um, person from your cohort. Well, that's because I grew up with Chip and his favorite movie is Hamburger, the motion picture. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, Weekend at Bernie's. So instead of watching, you know, good classical films and stuff, I was watching Fright Night and The Burbs and actually those are all great movies. Yeah. Bloodsport. Yeah, but I mean, similar to that, that time period. Jean-Claude Van Damme, um, <laughs> 80s oh martial god. arts film. You've never seen Bloodsport? I've never seen oh Bloodsport. Oh my god, so. you should go home and watch it. <laughs> you should definitely watch that. But, but yeah, I, I think it seems like you set out to write good songs. I mean, you, you set out to write timeless music. Which I mo- guess, I mean, but people don't really do now. I don't did know that naturally, song, like, naturally come, or is that something that you like have worked on over time? I mean, I don't think anyone sets out to write Poor music. I, I think. I think. You know. Sometimes their intentions are are just different. Whereas my intention isn't really to like make a song that everyone will enjoy. I, if everyone enjoys your songs, they probably aren't very good. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So our, our music is very is for a specific audience. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it just. I think it takes a certain. You know, it has just music has to just strike me emotionally, or I get bored, and I and I think that is the primary foundation. Is like yeah. when you hear it, it strikes some nostalgic sort of chord or vibe in you. That the interesting thing about this specific audience is that it's non-age related. That specific audience is fifteen all the way up until to our parents' age. Well, it's, who, cool, it's cool. Who like our music? Because you know, older people will say, "Oh, you know, you guys remind me of when I was in high school and." Listening to the Tears for Fears and Duran Duran and stuff like that, but then when younger people come up to us that don't have any yeah. of that, you know, they don't even you know remind us of M eighty three or the Killers yeah, or yeah. something. So we're kind of, I feel yeah. like getting the best of both worlds there with kind of some of those classic eighties awesome artists and then some of the newer bands that are definitely, doing, definitely so. best case scenario. And I think that is definitely benefit of pulling from. Older generations music and just bringing it here because no matter when you right. play it, it's it's gonna be good. Right. Yeah. So and there, you know, 
you can't make something completely retro just because, you know, technology and things have ad- advanced. So, you know, it it almost sounds like a band in the 80s is recording an 80s record, but in 2015, I guess you could say. Yeah, because we do use retro drum samples, retro keyboard sounds on on our music, yeah. recording and live, so... Well, let's hear some more of that music. Uh, This next song is called Ice on the Streets, right here on WKNC.
WKNC 88.1. That song you just heard was called Ice on the Streets from Heart Racer. So they'll be playing tonight at Tiernoak Oak Irish Pub in Raleigh at 9.30. We'll also have some Army and Hotline playing. So we'd love to see you out tonight. We bring out a new local brewery every month, as well as three bands every Thursday. So come check it out. Uh, so this isn't your first time in Raleigh. You came um, for Hopscotch, correct? Yes, we came to play a Hopscotch Fest day party in At the August? Poor House. Music At the Poor House. So we've we've played rally. We will have played rally twice now, but within like a what half a block? Aren't they like right next to each They're other? They're right next okay. to each other. <laughs> um, That's awesome. Man. So tell me about your hopscotch experience. Did you stick around for the <clears throat> festival? Festival or? Yeah, it was. So we were here for the festival, and then we played the day after the festival ended. So it was like so it was, it was like an after. Party. It was called the hangover party. Yeah, it was the hangover yeah. party. Nice, which was very true. They worded that correctly. <laughs> yeah, totally the true. cool thing about it is, I was it was our first time here, and during the middle of our set, every we had the whole room dancing, which is a pretty cool thing. That's it, great. It's, yeah. it's cool for that to happen when you it's the first time you've played somewhere, um, you know, because people are like, "This is great, but am I going to look like a fool dancing to these guys?" Or, but they they didn't care. They they were dancing. So yeah, if you're out there, come back. Come to the Tiernanog, the dancers. There's nothing Dance. better than dancing and not caring if you look stupid, especially in the daytime. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but we so really yeah. enjoy coming to Raleigh, and we hope to be back very soon. Yep. So what else do you have going on coming up? Um, we're playing Hardywood in Richmond tomorrow. Um, and then really it's going to be back to the studio to do more stuff. And um, we're playing a Halloween mash parade that's actually being put on by one of the Richmond radio stations. WRIR? Uh, yeah, yeah, WRIR. And then we are, you know, going to be working on material pretty much through December, and then we're going to be playing Brooklyn um, after the new year. So yeah. we're just we're trying to spread our wings out there a bit. But yeah. I, I like it south. I like it south. It's warmer. Yeah. Well, we're going to try and hit New Jersey and New York more often. Once the new stuff Bring comes out. Parker. Spreading your wings and flying yeah. away. <laughs> so, uh, looking forward to seeing you at the show tonight. Got one more question for you. Sure. Um, is, is there anything that you wish that everybody knew? Not necessarily about your band. Just if you could make everyone know something or give them some piece of advice, what would it be? Advice. And it doesn't even need to be advice to the masses. It can be advice for one specific group of people or one specific person. So tempted to give a hippie answer right now. <laughs> it's, it's okay to love each other, man. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> oh, that's a really that's uh, a deep that's question. Tough. That's a tough question. To... There's so many, so much advice. We can, we can keep it music related. Uh, how can we relate it to uh, modern pop pop music? Advice, I, like advice right. to someone that's trying to play in a band. Or? I, I, I wish Anything. everyone, I wish Here, everyone give... knew and realized like what was going on with music and record labels, and everyone could see how hard it is for bands that are really trying to do something. Yeah, this to... would be my advice would be to not settle for the mainstream crap that's kind of for, fed to people every day. Like, if you want to listen to good music, you get you got to work for it now because it's so saturated the market that. Mm-hmm. You know, to, I feel like there's so many gems of great artists out there that just aren't being heard. 
Not even just talking about us. Like, right. There's so many Take great artists. Take a minute artists. out of your day and dig for it. Yeah. How, do, how do you recommend going out about that? You just, I think just being active and, you know, uh, word of mouth is huge, but going out and seeing live bands, like tonight, like, you know, I feel like back in the day when I, you know, on Friday night, I would go out to see music, you know, it was, you have to get off your computer for a second, maybe, you might have to, maybe even leave not yourself text. there at home. Yeah, you might have to, <laughs> night, you might have to talk to someone, um, but yeah, I mean, I just think going out and, you know, participating in a live music scene is important, and it keeps it healthy and growing, um, and when yeah, it grows culture. Yes. Yeah. It's good for the soul. And uh Yeah, if you if you can like your friend's band on Facebook, you can probably go to see their show. Exactly. <laughs> you know? And just <laughs> any if there's some other advice I have to give you, go to heartracerband.com. <laughs> yeah. And I am interested in the uh what you said about how hard it is for for bands today. Could you speak a little bit more on that? Sure, I, I think we, we could we could all speak a lot. I mean, I mean, it's it's so hard. This such a crazy uh, dichotomy has happened between independent artists and like major label, and uh, it's it's just so incredibly hard to do anything when a you're a lot of people too. Just they don't realize how much work you have to put in to you know just go and play a gig somewhere. Uh-huh. You know, it's it's not like we just show up and sing a song and dance and then leave. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's... I mean, and it ties in with, with what we were just talking about. Like, the stuff that you hear on on radio stations, you know, um, national radio stations, you're hearing that because major labels are, are are making money off that. You're hearing that because those are, are major bands. Yeah. And, and those major labels are paying the radio stations. On the, yeah, 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 yeah. To be on there. So you have this huge sea of independent artists, many of which are amazing and some which are not, but yeah, yeah, it's it's like if you don't, if you're not able to hook up with the right people, and uh, you know, I guess sort of sell your soul to a certain extent, you don't get that exposure that you really need to to push you over the top, or at least it's very very hard for you to do that. Mike, I want to sell my soul. I just don't know how to. do I, it. I know. We're, we're ready, to, we're ready to sign. We've, we've got the pen. <laughs> sign and blood. We don't care. But blood. You know. So so like, we we hit um the internet really hard um. We send lots of emails. We contact people. We're always trying to like make new contacts and and uh, you know just get our music out there. Um, and other than that, you know, we you got to hit the the road and, and play shows like we're we're doing. And We've always been a band that I think we're more about quality over quantity, which I'm I'm not sure now is the way it is. I yeah. I think you know you're benefiting because the market's so saturated just by having more stuff, and you know it's much easier to have more stuff. When you don't have to support yourself financially in a different way. So, you know, if, if music's your life, then, yeah, it's going to be easy to put out three records in two months. But for some, for a band like us that, you know, is trying to make ends meet and, you know, still create records and play music and go play live and sell CDs and, you yeah. know, it's, it's this, tough. This, this is really important, actually. Like, college radio stations, places like this that are willing to actually play new artists, artists that... You know, the DJ might just have an interest in and say, hey, the, these guys have something going on. Like, this is very, very important. So, thankfully, stuff like this is still around. Because you hear it all the time. It's like, you know, music's just not as good anymore. It's like, actually, it's probably better than it ever has been. It's just 
you have you're to not, find it first. You're not listening to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because not it's not on the mainstream plate. radio yeah. anymore. Yeah. I turn on the radio station in Richmond. I feel like I'm in 1996. <laughs> it's like those same artists are still on there yeah. getting paid by the major labels. You're not hearing new bands. Like I don't want to walk on sunshine. Future anymore. Islands. <laughs> I don't want to do it. You're not hearing Future Islands, the war on drugs. You're not hearing these amazing new bands that we that we love. St. Lucia, M83. Yeah, where, where are they? They're not getting played on mainstream radio. Yeah, how, <laughs> how come the Red Hot Chili Peppers are still a mainstream artist? How come they're, they're still being After played? After so many years. Yeah, you know, like... And the only answer, the only feasible answer I can think of, is because the major labels have such a huge great interest a shirt in on. those bands. And yeah, because yeah, Kiedis is such a we have hot a mutual uh, hatred for <laughs> the, the Chili Peppers. Give it away! Give it away! Give it away! I got nothing against the Peppers, but it just doesn't make any sense. Like <laughs> that is classic rock. At this point, yeah. Drake. I've been listening to a lot of Drake lately, to be honest. It's like my one my one thing. We're out of the but loop. We, I, I barely I know. I know he was on a sh- TV show. Was he? Yeah, Degrassi. Wasn't he on Degrassi? Oh, yeah. I never watched Degrassi. Oh, okay. That's why I didn't know that. But Well, I hope his music's better than his acting. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> well, I'm going to close out with my piece of advice or life tip. You can eat the entire apple, including the core. It's okay. Just leave. A little bit of apple around the edges, and you can actually eat the whole thing. Just take the stem off because the stem is like a stick, but you can eat the rest of it. So now you don't. And have to she actually that did anymore. just eat an apple. She's, she's not kidding. <laughs> yep. So that's your piece for the day, and I hope to see you at the show tonight. Any last words for our listeners? Just thank you for having us. Thanks for having hope us. To see you tonight.